Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. I'm going to kick off today's episode with a joke. It's a joke that I often share. I think I may even have shared it in a previous podcast already, but I think it sums up nicely what this episode is all about. And it goes a little bit like this. You and I, we're in the woods, we're in the forest, we're chilling out, we're hanging out, we're picking some berries and whatever it is we might be getting up to, okay? And the sun is out, we're in shorts, we're in t-shirts, we're wearing flip-flops on our feet, and then we stumble across a bear and we upset this bear and we aggravate this bear and the bear starts to move towards us and we kind of start to edge away from the bear and the bear starts to sort of rear up a little bit and we start to back away a little bit quicker and then the bear starts to charge. You and I, we both turn our backs to the bear and we flee and we run as fast as we can. However, we're in flip-flops and we're stumbling and our flip-flops are flipping and they're flopping and they're falling off our feet and it's obvious this bear is going to catch us. I stop, I open up my rucksack and I start to pull out my trainers and I start to put my trainers on. You stop with me and you look at me and you turn to me and say, George, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's going to catch us. We can't outrun it. And I look at you and I say, I don't need to outrun the bear. So the question is, what is it we can outrun? What is it we can't outrun? So really what I want to share with you is whenever you get pushback from a client and the pushback from the client might be something on the lines of, We don't have any budget for that. We don't have any funds for that. We don't have any money set aside for that. It might be that you deal with a customer. It could be a B2B customer. So you're selling into another business, a product or service. It might be you're selling a product or service to a consumer, B2C. And it might be they say simply, we can't afford that. Or we can't afford that right now, et cetera, et cetera. And it would be forgivable, and I understand it, that you'd accept that on face value and you would back out nicely. If you do your job well, you've listened to my previous podcasts about sales, you say, when would you like me to call you back? When are you most likely to be back in the market? You say, would it be okay for me to call you in three to six months? And they say, yes, but we don't know and we're not even sure if we'll have any funds then, okay? Here's the thing, everybody does the same. Okay, everyone does the same. All your competition, all the people in your marketplace, they all think and feel the same as you, okay? Which means there'll be degrees of good form in sales. So for some of them, they'll just say, okay, thank you, and leave it there. Some will have better form and they'll agree a follow-up call and they'll put it in their diary and they'll reference this call and they'll talk to them in the future and they know they're one step closer to building that relationship with them. However, here's the thing. Do they really genuinely not have any money to spend on this thing? Is it true that they genuinely can't afford it? Now, it might be true they haven't got budget for it. It might be that they haven't set aside money for it. 
It might be they're not even in the market for it right now. They might all be true. But is it true they can't afford it? The chances are it's bullshit. And I say this to all of my members and all of my clients that I work with, you know, it's like to call bullshit on that. Now, you wouldn't literally call bullshit to your prospect's face. You wouldn't tell them they're lying. You wouldn't necessarily even disagree with them per se, but you in your head need to not agree with them. In other words, what are the chances when you go into a company and you're selling something, let's say it's a thousand pound product, and they say we can't afford that or we haven't got budget for it, what are the chances there's not money available somewhere to buy that product? It's really unlikely. And, you know, unless you're selling Rolls Royces or 20 grand cruises or five grand TVs and stuff like that, if you're going B2C as well, the chances of your customers, your potential prospects and clients not having the money is really unlikely. What it means is they're spending their money on other things. They have other things they've set aside as a priority or they simply don't want to give you their money. They don't want to buy what it is that you've got for whatever reason. But the moment you buy into the bullshit, which is they can't afford it, they haven't got the money for it, you'll just back out and back away, and so will all your competition. So just like the bear and the joke, you can't outrun a downward economy. You can't outrun a recession. You can't outrun a depressed economy. You know, if if it's a localized depression in a certain area or a certain geographic area in the country because it's been hit hard by something and you know therefore disposable incomes dropped a little bit or whether it's a nationwide recession or a global depression you can't control that you can't outrun that you don't need to outrun that you need to outrun all of your competition and when all your competition agrees with your potential prospect your client and agrees that okay I understand you haven't got money I understand it's a tough climate I understand there's a recession on I understand that you know this particular industry's been hit really hard and I understand that therefore money's tight etc cetera, etc cetera. the moment you buy into that you're just going to walk away like everybody else but the person's going to win is going to be the person that stands their ground a little bit is prepared not to call bullshit but just to challenge that thought process to position themselves differently, to keep moving forward and to step forward with that sales process in a respectful, polite, consultative way. But the bottom line is that whilst you might agree with them, with them, in yourself, you know it's probably bullshit. Let's say you sell marketing services. You go to a company, the company turns around and they say, look, we're hitting really hard times. As you understand it, you know, all of the automotive companies at the moment, there's a real squeeze at the moment and cash is really tight and we have to watch every penny. Truth is, we just don't have any budget for marketing. That could be the truth, right? They haven't set aside any money for marketing. Someone's made a decision or they've made a decision that marketing is not the priority. It's not the important thing that's going to get them the result they're currently going for. So where's the money going? It has to be going somewhere because if it wasn't spending money anywhere, the business would already be shut down. It's spending money on its rent and its rates and stuff like that. And you might say, okay, they'll be the last things they give in. But I tell you now, they're still spending money on, it could be sales activity, might be new hires. They might be spending money on sponsorship deals. They might be spending money on all kinds of things, right? So just because a company is laying off staff and just because a company doesn't have shitloads of disposable income, they still have money to spend. They have to have money to spend because that's the only collateral they have. So whilst it might be true they haven't got budget, they haven't set aside money for something, doesn't mean they haven't got money that could be spent on something 
It's just that they haven't prioritized the something. And maybe what you need to do is show them how the something that you sell that they don't value at the moment is actually the something that is a priority or should be a priority. Now, the good thing about this is really simple. When everybody else leaves the room and when everybody else goes back and licks their wounds, when everyone else goes back and makes the excuse, oh, well, you know, it's a tough economy and, well, you know, it's really tough in the industry sector. Well, well, you know, we've got this kind of downturn in the economy at the moment. When everyone else is making that excuse, you're the only one still standing. You're the only one still engaged in that. Are you going to win every sale? Of course you can't. But are you going to win more? Of course you will because you're still standing. Now, I see a lot of people, like salespeople, often getting chastised because they don't ask for budget. They don't say, what's your current budget? So a marketing company comes in, and unless you're dealing with blue chips and big companies and big corporates, most smaller companies literally don't have budget. They might have a rough idea, like we want to spend 10% of our turnover on marketing this year, or we want to spend 50 grand, 100 grand, half a million pound, whatever. They might have that as an idea in their budget, in their forecasts. But I'm telling you now, a lot of small businesses, they either don't have any budgets at all, there's an amount to spend, and it's kind of like, if you can show me how this is going to return a result, then there's money to be found, we'll find it from somewhere. Or there is a budget, but it's a budget that's still going to be flexible, because if you can show how what you're doing is going to lead to that company achieving its primary goals and its primary objectives then they still will find the money to give to you. This is the same for the you know, B2C, the consumer. Let's say you know, times are tough and there's not as much disposable income going around and you own a pizza shop and it'd be easy for you to turn around and say, well, you know, the, the, the local climate, you know, financial climate's a bit depressed or the national or even the international financial market is slightly depressed. And obviously we're seeing in the news that there's a downward, you know, turn in terms of spending and, you know, people aren't going out and eating pizzas. What they're doing is they're, you know, they'd rather go to Tesco's and buy a pizza and do pizza night at home for a tenner instead of spending 40 quid with you or maybe even make their own pizzas for three quid at home instead of spending 40 quid with you. But here's the thing, if a night out at your pizza place is 40 quid for a family, is it true that that family can't afford 40 quid? Now they might turn around and say, oh, we can't, you know, we, we, we can't afford 40 pounds of pizza. That's too expensive for us. Is it true? They're probably spending a hundred pound on Sky with their sports packages and movie packages and everything else. They're probably spending three, four, maybe 500 pounds on a car. They might be spending thousands of pounds on holidays. They might be spending thousands of pounds on, you know, schools, private schools or school trips. I see this a lot in my own industry. And I talk to business owners and we're talking about success groups and we say, right, you know, it's 200 pounds a month, give or take, it's 197 pound plus VAT. So it's 197 pound plus VAT per month. And I see these business owners and I appreciate some of them might only be doing 20 or even 30,000. And they turn to me and they say, you know, that's a lot of money. I can't afford it. You know, and I'm looking at it, you know, or we don't, I don't have the money for it. And I'm looking at them thinking, but you're spending money everywhere. Look at where you're spending money all the time. And they'll tell me they can't afford it or they don't have the money for it. And then I'll see on Facebook three months later, they're on a skiing holiday. That's probably cost them two, three, four thousand. Now, I'm not here to say where you should or shouldn't spend your money, but I'm telling you now, I'm calling bullshit that you can't afford it. You know, if you've got a two and a half thousand pound TV at home, you can afford two and a half thousand pounds to be part of a business club that's going to help you grow massively your business, right? You can invest in yourself and your business. If you can afford a hundred pounds to go to a gym a month, you can probably afford 200 pounds to join a business club that's going to help you grow your business and actually give those returns as well. If you're going to have a four grand uh, summer holiday, 
you can afford two and a half grand for, this makes sense. So the one thing I will never do is I might agree with you in the sense of I understand and empathize where you're coming from, which is you tell me you can't afford it and I understand that and I appreciate from your perspective you can't. Don't think for a fucking second that I actually agree with it in myself. I do not agree with it. I'll counter sell. I'll share with them. I won't call them out on it and say, you've got a fucking any holidays coming up. You've got a two and a half grand TV and you spend a hundred quid at David Lloyd's and a hundred quid on Sky. I'm not going to do that to them. That's offensive and rude because it's real for them that they think they can't afford it. But from our perspective as salespeople, it's like, I'm not going to buy into that bullshit. I'm not going to allow myself to believe that's true. I walk away from that sale knowing one thing and one thing only. I didn't do enough to show you, to demonstrate to you, to convince you that I was worth that amount of money. I'm not worth the 200 quid. I'm not going to give you the return that you need. I'm not uh, a priority enough to you. I'm not going to get you the results that's a priority to you. That's my failing. Now, in the old days, I tell you now, I used to blame them. I'd curse them. I could blame the economy. I could blame all kinds of shit. The bottom line is really simple. Of course, they can afford 200 quid a month. They're in business. If they can't afford 200 quid a month, they're already broke. Their business is already dead. Of course, they can. And if you're selling pizzas or if you're selling marketing services to a business, right, I promise you the money is almost certainly there. They just don't want to give it to you. And that's on you. That's your bad. Does this make sense? You're not going to win everyone. I don't win everyone. But don't kid yourself. Don't buy into their bullshit because it makes you feel a little bit better. And it makes you feel like you haven't failed because it's something outside of you. So the whole point of this episode was about I only have to run faster than you. So in other words, I can't outrun a downward economy. I can't outrun a recession. I can't outrun a depression. I can't outrun an industry sector you know, having the squeeze on or anything else. I can't even outrun a business that feels that it hasn't got enough money. I can't outrun that shit. But what I can do is outrun every single one of my competitors that when they buy into that and when they allow that to be a reasonable excuse for not doing business, I will outrun them every single day because I don't buy into that bullshit. I don't believe it to be true. And even if I walk away acknowledging it's your truth, I promise you this, I still know it's bullshit. Okay, a longer one than usual for Friday. I hope you forgive me that one, but it's a really good message. The reason you want to keep pushing forward is because guess what? Everybody else backs out as well, which means you're in a prime position that if you can convince them differently, show them differently, negotiate with them differently, you're the only one left standing in the room and the business is all yours to be had. Have an absolutely awesome weekend doing whatever it is that you are doing this weekend. I look forward to seeing you on Monday. Until then, as always, be successful. Successful.